0: Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are covering another sexually transmitted infection called syphilis. This STD has recently made a comeback with a 71% increase in cases from 2014 to 2017. Yes, you heard that right, 71%. The way syphilis presents itself and progresses, it makes it hard to detect without testing. Are you familiar with the Tuskegee study? By the end of this episode, you will know what the Tuskegee study is, and you will have a better idea of the symptoms, testing, and treatment of syphilis. This is the sixth episode in our series about infections of the genital tract. Before we get started, I have a special offer for you. I have created the Ultimate Guide to Foreplay with hot tips and tricks to spice it up. Get your copy of My Ultimate Guide to Foreplay by going to foreplay.com vaginas, vulvas, and vibrators.com. Hope you enjoy my bonus gift to you. You can also find the link in the bio. Syphilis was nearly eradicated in the 20th century. Now, cases continue to rise rapidly. Between 2017 and 2018, there was a 14% increase in reported syphilis cases. The number of cases are at the highest since 1991. And between 2014 and 2018, there was a 71% increase in syphilis cases. This should worry you. Why are all of the cases of syphilis increasing? One of the big reasons is that condom use has decreased more recently. Less people are using condoms to protect themselves from sexually transmitted infections. Another reason why cases of syphilis are increasing is that funding for the public health sector and specifically syphilis have decreased. In 2008, there was our big recession and budget cuts needed to be made at that time. And with syphilis being nearly eradicated, they decided to cut funding. And so that is one of the other contributing factors as to why cases have increased. To add a little background and some history, we are going to talk about the Tuskegee study. This is a very unethical study that was done in the United States with Black men who had syphilis. This study is important for everyone to know about and to be aware of. Personally, when I was refreshing my memory on this study and putting this episode together, it just made me feel so nauseated and disgusting about how these individuals were treated the men who participated in this study were not offered treatment. They didn't even know what they had. They were not told this was a study on syphilis. They were told, oh, you're getting free health care and you have bad blood, quote, bad blood. Bad blood was a term that they used for somebody who had anemia, syphilis, um, or some other blood disorder. The study started in 1932, and it finally ended in 1972. The goal of the study was to look at the effects of untreated syphilis in Black men in Mackin County, Alabama. There were 399 men with latent syphilis and 201 men without syphilis initially enrolled. As the time went on, they did increase the number of individuals participating in the study as there were new diagnoses of syphilis. According to the CDC, no man was purposely infected with syphilis, and the 399 men initially recruited were recruited because they already had latent syphilis. In the 1940s, the study became unethical when penicillin was the recommended drug for treatment and the participants with syphilis were not offered the treatment. This study changed how studies were performed using human subjects. There was a $10 million lawsuit in regards to this study. In the untreated individuals, some of them had long-term effects that could have been prevented had they got the treatment. And then you also have to think about the partners or the wives that the syphilis was spread to and they were infected and dealing with the symptoms of syphilis or the outcomes of syphilis. So if you remember, these men didn't know that they were being treated for syphilis and that they were potentially spreading it to other people. And so the the study, all in all, was extremely unethical, not appropriate, and is very upsetting. So what do you need to know about syphilis? Syphilis is an STD or sexually transmitted disease caused by the bacteria Treponema pallidium. It is a spirochete, which means that it's a spiral-shaped bacteria. Syphilis is transmitted from person to person by direct contact with the syphilitic sore, known as a chancre. Chancre can occur on or around the external genitalia, in the vagina, around the anus, or in the rectum. They can even be found in and around the mouth. Transmission can occur during vaginal, anal, or oral sex. It is also possible to spread syphilis during pregnancy to an unborn child. When this occurs, it is called congenital syphilis. 90% of the cases are in men, and 82% of the cases of syphilis are in men who have sex with men. Syphilis is less common than gonorrhea, but more common than HIV or the human immunodeficiency virus. The way syphilis presents and progresses can make it hard to catch without doing STI screening. Syphilis typically takes about 21 days after infection to start showing symptoms. However, it can range from about 10 to 90 days after infection. There are four different stages of syphilis. You have primary, secondary, latent, and tertiary. The primary stage or the first stage is when the chancre occurs. There can be multiple sores when it first appears or just one single sore. The chancre is usually, but not always, firm, round, and painless. It appears at the site where the syphilis bacteria entered the body. These painless shankers can be difficult to notice if they appear in locations like the vagina or the anus because you can't see in there unless you go to a doctor's appointment and they're doing a physical exam where they're looking. I personally have had the opportunity to see the chancre present in some of my patients more than one time. It's something that is very rarely observed. The doctor that I was working at at the time, he had been practicing medicine for 15 years and had never seen it. Yet I had two cases that year. A lot of times in medicine, you don't get the opportunity to see things that are not common. The shanker typically lasts about three to six weeks and it will heal regardless of whether you are treated or not, which again is why syphilis is not always caught. Only 30 to 60% of cases are diagnosed during this stage. If not treated adequately, the infection progresses to the secondary stage. Progression to the secondary stage is typically about two to eight weeks after the primary lesion. At this stage, you get skin rashes, and mucous membrane lesions so lesions or sores of the mouth vagina or anus typically the stage starts with a rash on one or more areas of the body the rash will appear when the primary chancre is healing or several weeks after the chancre has healed it is not usually itchy it is typically rough red or reddish brown spots on the palms of the hands and the bottoms of the feet However, rashes with different appearance may occur on other parts of the body. Many times the rash will go unnoticed because it is so faint. This again is why there are increased number of cases. It's because people don't notice the symptoms that you would see with syphilis. Condyloma lata may develop, which these are large raised gray-white lesions. They are typically seen in warm, moist areas such as the mouth, underarm, or groin. In the secondary stage, one might also experience a fever, swollen lymph nodes, sore throat, patchy hair loss, headaches, weight loss, muscle aches, and fatigue. If you remember back to our last episode, this is similar to HIV where you have those nonspecific symptoms. And if you think about it, Kind of similar to COVID, headaches, fever, muscle aches, fatigue, kind of similar to flu as well. So part of why it goes unnoticed is it's very like all a lot of other things. Again, the symptoms of secondary syphilis will go away with or without treatment. However, without treatment, the infection will progress to the latent stage, the third stage. The latent stage is a period of time where there are no visible signs or symptoms of syphilis. This period starts after the symptoms of the secondary stage have resolved. Without treatment, the infected individual will continue to have syphilis in their body even if there are no signs or symptoms, and it is still possible to spread syphilis during this stage. Latent syphilis can last years. The final stage is tertiary syphilis. This is rare and only develops in a subset of untreated syphilis infections. Only about one third of cases. It can appear about 10 to 30 years after the original infection of syphilis was first acquired. It can be fatal. It affects multiple organ systems, including the brain, nerves, eyes, heart, blood vessels, liver, bones, and joints. The symptoms vary depending on what organ system is affected. Some of the major risks at any stage of syphilis is that the infection can invade the nervous system or the eyes. When syphilis invades the nervous system, it can cause a variety of symptoms, including headache, altered behavior, difficulty coordinating muscle movements, paralysis, sensory defects, and dementia. When this happens, it's called neurosyphilis. When syphilis invades the eyes, it can cause vision changes, decreased visual acuity, and permanent blindness. The invasion of the eyes is called ocular syphilis. Now, when it comes to getting tested for syphilis, it is going to be a blood test. When you go to your provider, ensure that you complete the blood test and ask for this one specifically. The CDC recommends screening for all pregnant women at their first prenatal visit, annually for men who have sex with men and annually for individuals with HIV. There are no regular screening recommendations outside of this. However, if you are not in a monogamous long-term relationship would absolutely encourage you getting tested annually for syphilis. So again, you need to advocate for yourself and make sure you're asking your provider, hey, are you screening me for syphilis today? I think I need to do a little printout of what you should ask your provider when you go in for your anal exam, like what lab specifically you should be asking for. I think that's a brilliant idea. When it comes to treatment, syphilis is treated with antibiotics penicillins in particular. Treatment will prevent disease progression, but it might not repair any damage already done. When being treated for syphilis, you must abstain from sexual contact until the syphilitic sores are completely resolved. If not treated adequately, syphilis can cause serious health complications. This is a reportable disease and therefore public health has to be informed of any positive test result. So public health will get involved and track your sexual partners and ensure that they are tested, treated, and track their sexual partners to help control the spread of syphilis. Having syphilis once does not protect a person from becoming infected again. So if you get it and you're treated, you can get it again, If you are not taking precautions to prevent getting it after being treated for syphilis, getting repeat testing at about six and 12 months is important to ensure that it was adequately treated, not reinfected, things like that. In a pregnant woman who is untreated for syphilis, it can result in infant death in up to 40% of cases similar to other sexually transmitted infections having syphilis does increase your risk of contracting hiv that's because the genital sores are an easy way for the hiv virus to enter the body there is a two to five fold increased risk of acquiring hiv if exposed to the infection when syphilis is present to prevent getting syphilis using condoms consistently and correctly is going to help reduce your risk. However, a syphilis sore outside of the area covered by a condom can still allow transmission, so always use caution even when using condoms. To wrap up today's episode, syphilis is a sexually transmitted infection that is rapidly increasing. It is hard to know that you have Unless you are getting screened, be sure that you are asking for screening at your yearly appointments and make sure that you use condoms to help protect yourself from getting syphilis or potentially spreading it to others. Thank you so much for joining today. This podcast is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, offering top bath and beauty products and relationship enhancement items. Check out the link in the bio to start shopping today. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.